Modisani there, Chief Director of Marketing at the Department of Sports, Arts and Recreation. Mickey, a warm welcome to the show and thank you to ha- uh, thanks for, 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 for joining us. Good afternoon, Romy, and also, uh, you know, that's um, kind of like Christmas back. Eh? Way it back, way back. Yeah, it reminds me a bit of our heritage and our culture and our roots, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, where we come from, you know. You're giving you away know, your uh, age, Mickey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> September month is Heritage Month, and today we're talking about something special, something that shouldn't be lost in South Africa, and that is definitely Indigenous Games. Yeah, yeah. well, the Indigenous Games uh, Festival, I mean, we're doing everything from our, you know, from our, it's actually one of the programs that we have in our annual performance plan, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Um, that simply says that it needs to increase participation in sport and also Further that, what it therefore needs to do also, it also needs to work, assist our kids um, to get, uh, you know, to be rid of these uh, non-communicable uh, diseases, yeah. you know, so that they can remain uh, physically active. So mm-hmm. this, what is also interesting about this program is that it also, pre- it, it has to do with the perseverance of our culture and also our heritage, where we come from. Um, and I must say, you know very well, there are those games that you played when you grew up, when you were a four-year-old and eight-year-old, six-year, you know, up until... And those games, they left a perpetual, you know, a perpetual remembrance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you will never, ever forget them. I mean, they have a very, very nostalgic approach to you. They I'm do. Not about, I'm not about Hati, for instance. Mm-hmm. We used to go to Skipping in the township, you know. We have taken that and we have turned it into a very interesting competitive sport, Okay. We have taken Muraba Raba. We have turned that into a competitive sport. Mm-hmm. We have taken into, you know, we have taken that and then we have turned it into a competitive sport. And we went on further, we took Intonga. Intonga is actually sticks, you know. We get you guys, we give you helmet. This one doesn't matter. It has no age limit, does not even have any, uh, you know, separation from either sex, gender or okay. culture. You mm-hmm. Listen, you wear your helmet, you get your sticks, you get in there, you hit each other. There are judges that sit there and they award points accordingly, you know? So it's like fencing. It's like fencing with, but not fencing like we know. Ah, there you go. Fencing, but this is now an indigenous fencing. Mm. And Mm. then that's what we call it, manje. Yes. You know? So it's very interesting. And then on top of that, we've got the Afrikaner game. And that has come from the Afrikaner culture. It's called Tristoki. Okay. Also, it's very, very interesting. But what is also more, more, more interesting is that, uh, you know, you've got that game that's called Mrabarab. Mm-hmm. If you remember back in the days, you would buy a paperback, or our parents will buy a paperback. And in that paperback outside, it will be cut. It will have a Mrabarab on this side, and it will also have a snake and letter on the other mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. And then you will cut it. You can either play Mrabarab on it, and then also the other side, there's also a draft. You remember draft? Da, da, I do, da, da. I do, I do. Those are some of the games that we have formalized just to make sure that we preserve our heritage. But also how, but Mickey, how do you do that? How do you preserve? You've spoken so boldly and proudly of what it is we have, how it works. How do you preserve something like that when take a look at modern day technology, take a look at what children are exposed to today. Games are not played outside in the street. They played on sophisticated devices that cost thousands and thousands of rands. How does one preserve that? Because also what we are trying to do as well is that we are trying to say to our kids that 
Can you try and be outdoor-based instead of being indoor-based? Can you try and make sure that we read this thing called obesity out of our teeth? Mm-hmm. Now, we have now tried to spice it up. So we have then got into various number of elements that are now part of this. Mm. We have what we call as a family picnic. We have a cultural parade, a carnival parade that will be taking place tomorrow. I mean, what is going to happen here is that we've called upon all uh, people with various, various dominance of culture and heritage to come through and be able to wear about, you know, they are able to wear about uh, various their traditional traditions. Mm-hmm. And then from there, they come through and be part of and be part of, 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 of the walk. Yeah. So what we are doing also is that uh, uh, the issue of ensuring that in the long run, you know, we've got the issue of showing that these games are so preserved, then there is an element of that commercialization mm. that we also will be able to throw in a long time. Because once our kids are able to play these games and people are now exposed to them, and then they know, then we're able to say from a department side, how do we therefore say in the long run we're going to get the general public to pay a little bit of money mm-hmm. to make sure that this money, that revenue we generate, it goes into various post programs. So that's what we're trying to do. But then we said... It cannot, these games cannot sustain themselves. We need to be able to throw a number of elements into these games. So we've got a kind of carnival. We also have a family picnic. Mm-hmm. We've taken also the food, in, the food competition. The food competition, cooking traditional food, we have turned it into a competition whereby the best cook will be able to cook from an open fire mm-hmm. outside there on the garden is able to give us the best tasting traditional food, then that person will be able to win a, to win a prize. <laughs> it and sounds amazing. Traditional culture. We uh-huh. said, we've got a couple of designers. Said to them, give us your best make of traditional wear and traditional care. And then put the models on the stage so that our people can see that we are proud of our heritage. Mm-hmm. So that will be happening as well. Mm-hmm. And the winner stands to win a beautiful, uh, stands to win an opportunity to go out there and be trained by one of the finest, finest, finest designers. So those are some of the elements that we are throwing in into this game. It's exciting. It really is. And I want to go back to the games that you mentioned. These games, uh, the indigenous games, um, Maraba Raba, for example, um, there is not a lot of money needed in order to play the game. Is it not perhaps viable to say to schools, in order to keep this alive, could we introduce it? Could we encourage children to play it? Interestingly, that's a very good question that you've asked there, Romy, but I can tell you that we have started introducing these games a year ago into schools. So part of our school sports championships, it also has the indigenous games uh, competition that are taking part. Mm -hmm. So also we have now, instead of only just using community members and various clubs, we've also now extended it to school kids. So we've introduced these games into schools and then schools as well from nine provinces will be sending the kids who are going to be playing in these games. So we are looking forward to a very interesting mix of the elders and also the young ones playing together in perseverance mm-hmm. of our culture and heritage. I like it. Mickey, take me through your culture. When the 24th of September comes along, how do you celebrate? What do you eat? Where are you? What do you wear? Well, what, what happens is that, I mean, look, from a government side, um, these programs are part of our priority. Number seven, when the president uh, spoke about social cohesion and nation building, mm-hmm. you know, it's our outcome 14 based competition. And then on that one, what happens every, every heritage day, we have to ensure that there is a program 
that is able in a long run to be sustainable. But that's now, professionally. Do, How about personally? Personally, what I do is I put on my sesotho. You see, I'm a Musutu. I uh-huh. come from Musutu and I speak Musutu. <laughs> you know, I wear my sesotho hat and I put on my, wear my sesotho blanket and I put on my stick and I hold on my stick and I also become part of everything else, you know. So that's what I'm saying to you. These games for us are the games that are going to be able to demonstrate the determination that says we are proud of South African by nature and everybody must be part of this. Mickey, thank you. Thank you very much for letting us in on the 14th Annual Indigenous Games Festival. And we will definitely heed the call and let the listeners know in the next 45 minutes or so. We'll, we'll punt it and anybody who wants more information will drive them your way. Thank you so much. Look, in part and short, I can tell you we are here from the 22nd tomorrow from as early as 10 o'clock. We have this interesting walk in and around Pulukwan. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we're going into a family picnic. We're going into a festival. We're going into a fetching show. We're going into a gambus dance. It's an activity-packed, jam-packed event that is good for the entire family. So once more, it's probably South African by nature. Thank, Thank you. you. You're more than welcome. Thank you so much there to Mickey Modesani for letting us in on what is happening out at Sushekho Stadium in Limpopo, Indigenous Games Festival held by the National Department of Sport and Recreation. It starts tomorrow. It's Heritage Month, and that is what we're celebrating, who we are, proudly South African at the end of the day. And I'd love for you to please send me voice notes on 060584-2250. Break it down for me. What did you guys play growing up, even if the sport is not widely known, my late grandfather taught me five stones and we'd find five relatively round stones. We'd draw a circle and I'd have to throw the stone up and then pull out one stone and then catch the stone again. And we'll do this until all five stones are out the circle and then again back all the way back into the circle. We called it five stones and he learned it when he was young. He taught it to me. Maybe I should carry on and teach my daughter that. But it's not like I learned it at school or that it's widely played. So let me in, please, or break it down for me. What is Diketo, Khadi, Intonga, and Moraba Raba? Break it down. Break it down so simple that I'm able to go home and start playing these games as we celebrate Heritage Month right here on Radio 2000.